0: Do you have a my brother's amazing section? You would not feature. Back, I'm back, back in the room.
1: I'm watching a video of a cow. You hear me? Yeah, I'm watching a video of a cow giving birth.
0: Why would you do that to yourself?
1: Look, it's a whole contraption
0: they used to pull it out. Ah, uh, what? No, that is not how cows give birth. No, should we sit down and lie down? The heads come out. That's a very big baby calf. <laughs> Look at the head! It's huge. Oh, imagine that coming out of here. Oh, let no, it's just fall in. Oh.
1: Hello and welcome back to What You chirping Now For. You're listening to this podcast with your co-hosts, me, Ella Bourne.
0: And me, Georgia Ralph. Welcome back, gang. I hope our, listen- for I hope our listeners have missed you as much as I have, I uh, Do
1: you know what? I'm sure they have. Yeah, it feels like it's been a while since we've spoken,
0: actually. Mm, it has. You've been very busy, haven't you?
1: I've, yeah. Oh, my gosh. My life it's crazy but I love it yeah what about you what have you been up to you went away didn't you
0: yeah I did I went to Portugal and our little voucher mystery holiday um and it was brilliant it you know it was exactly what I think all of us needed um a group of five of us went and we just we didn't really do anything other than play beach volleyball and drink cocktails and eat good food that like, it was very chilled and it was just perfect yeah we had a really good giggle. Oh, yeah what was the weather like it was nice so you are not going to believe this I was the only person not okay. to get burnt. stop yeah no way the only ginger person present and I was the one like none of us wore sun cream we just sort of well, Joe did the second day because she got burnt quite badly on the first day. But like we just sat out, and I think maybe it was because I had my back to the sun when we at lunch. But like we were playing volleyball okay. on the beach, like out in the sun, and I was the only one that didn't burn. That is a miracle. They're yeah. very, very proud of I'm, you, and, and I'm so proud of myself. Yeah, mm. when I, when I see, saw them. When I saw them starting to burn, I thought, oh, my God, I'm in for it rough here. And they're all going to take the mick out of me tomorrow. Uh, and then we went in the hot tub and they, like they obviously you've taken all your clothes off and they've got all their tan burn lines from where their T-shirts have been. And I was like, ha, <laughs> ha, Just to intervene with a note whilst I'm editing this, um, when I refer to taking all of our clothes off, I mean... Into our swim stuff, not completely naked in a hot tub. Back to the podcast.
1: I'm actually very proud of
0: you for that. That is quite the achievement. So well done, George. How about you? What's your highlight and low light of the last two weeks since we last recorded?
1: Oh my gosh, two weeks. I can't even think back to a week ago. Um, so this week I was away on a work trip, a company wide um kind of conference, I guess. It was really good fun. Um, yeah, amazing. Um, in the day we did lots of like learning about where the company's going, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. it was really good for like clarity and things. And then in the evening, on the first evening, I went to bed at 3:30, woke up at seven. Then the next day went to bed at like four, maybe quarter past four or half four. I don't even know. And then woke up at like half seven. So yeah rest is needed and then obviously because where we were the wi- the wi-fi wasn't very good so we couldn't get any work done so I've come back to so many emails so I've stayed a bit late both days to try to get my stuff done because excitement drum roll please I go away to Jamaica in nine days nine and we're going days. for two weeks so I'm just wow. trying to put all my efforts into getting my work where it needs to be so I can go away and just not think about it
0: yeah that's so exciting yeah, I'm, so I'm trying to oh plan. I think I'm gonna need a big holiday. I'm thinking maybe September time. Mm. Um, but I just don't know where to go. Mm.
1: Maybe that's a poll for the listeners. Maybe they can uh, help you decide.
0: Yeah. So, mm. any? Yeah, you still haven't answered my question. Highlights and lowlights.
1: No oh, oh, highlight was the was all the fun drinking games we played at the work conference and scared to see everyone.
0: Nice, um, it was
1: really nice. My boss came from South Africa, which is really lovely, so cool.
0: um,
1: yeah. And then, low light is probably um, just being quite tired this morning, yeah, yeah. Because even actually, I woke up at 6 30 and like we're, we're, awake, we're awake, and we're like, oh, for God's sake, it's literally still early, why are we up? But
0: no, yeah, mm. so that, that's cool. my week. I had to wake up really early this morning because I was supposed to be playing hockey. And the place that we were playing at is an hour and 15 minutes away and they had requested a a. 10am pushback. So that meant a 9.15 meet, that meant an eight o'clock leave Um, and then the game got cancelled so it was nice to wake up and then get told that I didn't actually have to wake up but Anyway, I'm going to be productive with that time. Um, Yeah, so my highlights and lowlights of the last couple of weeks. Highlight would definitely be Portugal. That was just, it was brilliant. We just had such a laugh. Um, And lowlight, I think my lowlight is going to be the cold weather at the minute. Okay. it's it's Like, come on, the weather needs to grow up. It's March. Like, it should be spring. (laughs) That's be real. (laughs) Yeah, I do get that. I do get that. (gasps) <gasps> also do you want a fun fact go for it I love a so fun fact so where,
1: where we stayed at the at the works do as
0: well I don't know what you want to call it
1: um, the week before Made in Chelsea were filming their latest series
0: in there oh uh, cool I, I don't oh, watch I do not it. like that fact
1: so. I, I mean neither do I but it's quite a cool fact because it's going to be on TV soon so okay yeah that's and I can cool. work out which made, what Made in Chelsea characters stayed in the room that I stayed in yeah, yeah, yeah. Could yeah. And then yeah. That anyway, that, that's just a little, little people little fact of the day. I'll I'll, right, give, you invente- I'll right. give you a
0: fact. Um so, I learned this watching Animal Kingdom or is it Animal Park? It's Animal Park on Netflix. Great show. Really good for like a background TV. Um but I learned that koalas have very 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 similar fingerprints to humans so much so that um in certain areas of of australia where there are lots of koalas the police have to be really careful when they're doing investigations because the fingerprints that they pick up might actually be koala prints oh my god that is such a good fact isn't it i mean you just wouldn't expect them to have so similar fingerprints because you just think like their claws i don't know but yeah. That is such a good fact. I like that. I like that fact. There's a fact for everyone. Everyone <laughs> listening. Tell, tell the world that fact. <laughs> so I tell the, the world the fact. Oh, just
1: thinking, we need to say a big congratulations to someone. We do. So, it was International Women's Day on Wednesday, the 8th of March. So, as of filming this, three days ago. And thank you to those of you who entered. Um, we ran a, a competition um, and need to say congratulations to the winner. So let's do a little drum roll. Congratulations, Roxy, you won the England Cup and that is going to be shipped to you shortly,
0: I'm sure. Yes, I'll be doing that this weekend. In fact, maybe I'll do it today. How exciting. I can add that to my list of jobs to studies today. You're getting your cap soon. So I've actually now got a little squad of people who keep sending me like news stories and things that they think we should talk about and I I actually love it so thank you to those people who send me little bits and pieces um, because it means that I don't have to go looking for stuff but also it's all stuff that really interests me so it's great yeah that is really useful you said you got something to share
1: I do it's not it's not actually new new so it's not current but I saw it and I thought love that girl boss girl power um so I saw um a video the other day and I watched a tennis game or that happened in 1973 and basically it was called battle for sexes so um there was a woman called Billie Jean King uh she's a very very uh, good tennis player I don't know if you guys have heard this but I think it's interesting anyway and then there was a guy called Bobby Riggs who was also a very very good tennis player um and he claimed that he literally says in an interview men are superior to women um etc cetera, etc cetera, going on and on not ideal and then he was so confident that he then challenged Billie Jean King to a tennis match and guess who won Woo-woo! Billie Jean King she beat him um in a match and it was actually at the time the most publicized um TV viewing they'd ever had so that got I think about 90 million views um that's head game where she beat him and then the Super Bowl at the time got 53 million views so yeah and she did so much work for like campaigning about sexism and all that stuff and, and giving women the right to kind of be put on the same level field, same playing field as men so I saw that today and I thought you know what we need to share that that's amazing
0: yeah I think I would brief like I've definitely heard of Billie Jean King before and I think I kind of knew that story but i didn't know that it was like one of the most publicized um sporting events mm. at that time um yeah that's cool thanks for sharing that i yeah. think that plays well with the whole international women's day uh campaign as well so that's pretty cool um so i've also seen quite a lot of bits uh in the news one thing that i saw on international women's day cuz a lot of things are being shared about on that day Um, was a twitter account called uh it was like the reduce the pay gap or something i don't know if you've seen this i meant to send it to you and i didn't um but basically it's a twitter account that's for every company who was tweeting things like oh we support international women's day this person was replying to their tweet with an actual fact of what their pay gap is uh, and how much it's changed within the last year. So there were some companies on there tweeting like, oh, we're really in support of International Women's Day. And actually like the women within their company are earning 48% less than the men. And they've actually not done yeah. anything to try and improve that in the last year. And I I just found that absolutely hilarious. Mm. I really enjoyed yeah, that so cool. through those tweets. Yeah, I actually saw that on LinkedIn. Um, I love
1: LinkedIn these days you know ah. um yeah I saw it on there and and yeah it was really interesting I thought it was brilliant I mean it's it's so funny because I think a lot of people almost want to look like they're doing the right thing whether they know what that is whether they know if they're doing the right thing or not I mean I think it's easy to to put yourself under a false illusion sometimes isn't it that that, that you are being equal equal and maybe you're not I think yeah. that's
0: yeah There was also, um, someone sent me um, a link. So have you seen Drive to Survive on Netflix? No. No. So I've just started watching it about four episodes into the first season. I've heard a lot of people say a lot of really good things about it. And it's the kind of thing Mm -hmm. that you don't actually have to know or care about Formula One. You can still find it really
1: interesting. and
0: You learn quite a lot about Formula One as a sport as well. But someone sent me a... I don't know whether it was a tweet or an article or something um, about the, I think a brand new season's come out season five and people were complaining that out of throughout the whole season, there was only maybe seven minutes of women speaking. Uh, and I just okay. found it interesting because formula one, I think is very stereotypically um, a men's sport. Men are interested yeah. in cars is kind of the stereotype and i think actually women really are in the minority i'm sure obviously there's women that enjoy formula one are involved in formula one um yeah. but i think women are definitely in the minority within it and i guess people were, in this article people were saying that the show should be stopped because they're not showing women but actually i think right. it's Where there just aren't women, or aren't a lot of women. So how can you show women in Formula One if it's just not there? And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm completely naive. And there's actually loads of women working in it, working in the pit crew and stuff. And if they are there, then yes, the show should be maybe highlighting the fact that of what it's like for a woman, woman, woman to be working in that environment. Um. But if they're not there, then it's, I guess it makes it hard to show it.
1: That actually just leads on to a really, really good point. Um, so Formula One have actually officially announced that um, they'll be creating an all-women series, um, which will begin in 2023. Um, yeah, yes, there you go, yeah. So I, I thought, thought I saw the news. news. I, I saw it the other day, and then I just quickly Googled it. Um, and yeah, so but that is good. So there you go. At least they're making the, the right call, and they're moving it up.
0: There we go, yeah. That's interesting. But no, it, it just sparked a really interesting conversation. Yeah. The person that I was speaking to was kind of like, yeah, they should they should be doing more, getting more women, um, you know, on camera. But mm. it's really hard to do that if there aren't the women in the sport to be able to get on camera.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know enough about it to, to make comments when it's like, I have no idea um, how many women are involved in sport, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I mean, if there are women involved and not on camera... Then obviously let's get them on camera. If yeah. there aren't then obviously it does make it difficult. Yeah. Um, I mean I think we've said it quite a few times before this campaign isn't to isn't to drag people down to you know call people like it's not to do that. Um yeah. so, so like we're not gonna make a point for the sake of making a point. We're only gonna say if we feel it. So for example if there aren't if there generally aren't women in this sport then we, we're not gonna be like you have to have women in it for the sake of it because that's obviously not the case. So yeah. I think it's actually a really interesting point that you brought up. But again, I don't know enough about it to actually make it a solid.
0: Yeah, and I think if there are are women in different various roles within Formula One, I think actually the show could really use that as a way of getting more women and more people in general, because if you're getting more women, then you're getting more people uh, into Formula One because you're showcasing that that can be a career for them. And not to say Mm -hmm. that, you know females aren't watching and looking at the men thinking oh I could do that yeah I'm sure they are but if they can see someone who they can sort of yeah, look up identify with and identify with yeah. yeah Um, then that's actually it would be a great place for the show to be able to showcase that and be like yeah this can be you too. Hmm. 100% I think that's
1: also why it's so important that especially in like children's books and and things targeted towards children that there is a representation of it and it's not just you know uh boys or, or or white girls it's also like you know it's different races it's different ethnicities different genders um all that kind of all, the, all that stuff so all the isms are kind of being thought about mm-hmm. um because it's so important that children see themselves and they can identify and think oh they look like me they do that so I can do that it's a very kind of association thing so yeah that's why it's so important as well
0: oh i'm actually reading a book at the minute by mike holding um who was a very famous cricketer um and it's the book's called why we kneel and how we rise Mm -hmm. Uh, so he did a interview on sky sports it was around the time of black lives matter when that was really in the news um yeah, about
1: like the
0: Floyd situation. Yeah. Um, and I remember there, I think it was a test match or something, and it was just chicken down with rain. So they actually decided to show Mike Holding and Ebony Rainford Brent. They did a, a bit of a interview and they talked about what it's like to be a black person. Um and and spoke about their feelings on the matter. Uh, and mm-hmm. it kind of led on to so much more for them. Um, people really sort of engaged with it and yeah he ended up writing this book and he speaks to loads of different athletes within the book Uh, Usain Bolt uh, is one of them Uh, Naomi Osaka is another one, a tennis player, young tennis player. Uh, There's there's loads of people. Hope Powell, who was the ex-women's football manager. Um, But it's really, really interesting. I'm only a couple of chapters in, um, but I think you would really enjoy reading it as well, actually. So I might have to chuck it your way when I'm done with it. Um, Yeah, that sounds really good. Interesting, really interesting.
1: Which actually... That reminds me. Do you remember around a similar time, diversity did a did a um, performance? Um, it might have been on Britain's Got Talent or X Factor, or there was some platform that did it on. Um, and they got and it was about Black Lives Matter, and they got so much hate for it and so much backlash
0: for it. Do you remember that? I don't remember that no.
1: Oh my god, it was literally awful and they were getting they were like why are you bringing politics into this and it's like well it's it's not politics it's quite literally facts you know um and then i think ashley banjo he's the lead guy in in diversity he was like this is commenting the reason that this has caused such a an uproar is the problem like you guys being so offended by this performance is part of the reason we need to do this performance and it was it was actually quite eye-opening because it got so many off complaints and it's like but for what like what what complaining about um that just came back to my mind and it was just so i remember watching it thinking that's a really powerful performance like i'm so glad they did it and then a few days later i saw all the all these like tweets and things like oh that shouldn't be on tv be ashamed of yourselves and i'm thinking hold on a minute have we watched the same thing because that was really powerful and really needed and yeah so that just you
0: you know dance fits into the art world where you're supposed to be showcasing you you know you use dance to show feeling Yeah. yeah 100% 100%
1: so, so, really yeah a really bizarre thing and I mean it was I think the performance you should go and watch it, actually it's really good um wow. but yeah like Ashley Banjo stated the reason that you're all so upset and annoyed is the reason we, why we needed to do it like you're part of the problem and yeah there we go
0: um I have had a little request that we need to bring back the tongue twister
1: yes I get requests about these as well, because the, the trouble is a lot of people around me who listen to the podcast, listen to d- different episodes at the time. So people come yeah. up to me and go, oh, like I was trying that tongue twister." I was like, which one? They're like, oh, I can't remember. Can you remember? And I'm thinking we've done a few. Yeah. Like, I don't know which one you're talking about. But yeah, I've been told that a lot of people like if they're listening to it in the car, they'll say out in the car trying to do it and they make themselves laugh. So
0: mm, yeah, that. I, I've heard a lot of stories like that, too. So I've got one for you to try here. Okay. peter piper picked a. Mm, this is spelt wrong picked a pack of pickled peppers peter piper picked a pack of pickled peppers that one yeah yeah
1: oh my word that's long that's length thing um <laughs> peter piper picked a packet of pickled peppers that's good or is it pack or just pack is it pack pepper. or packet Pack. Okay. Pizza Piper <laughs> picks a pack of pickle peppers. That's <laughs> no, the last bit. Wow. Pizza Piper picks a pack of pickle peppers. You're good at that. Okay, yeah, but I can't do more than one. Pizza Piper picks a pack of pickle peppers. Pickle pepper. Yeah, no, that's, that's difficult. <laughs> you try. You try. <laughs> pizza Piper <laughs> picks a pack of pickle peppers.
0: Pizza Piper picks pizza, oh. pepper a pizza, pizza, pack of pickle peppers. Mm. That's quite good for me. I'm normally rubbish at these. Yeah, like the the
1: first round is fine, but it's going into the second round like consistently. Uh,
0: Peter Piper picked pepper.
1: Peter Piper picked a pack of pickle peppers. Peter Piper picked peppers. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers.
0: Peter Piper picked a pack of pickle peppers. Peter
1: Piper got it. Not got it. No, definitely not got it
0: not that's got difficult.
1: it i'd be interested to see how uh how the listeners do with that one
0: yeah i am yet to receive any voice notes of people trying it i've heard that people have been trying it but um mm, that's obviously. true yeah so you're slacking that is true. you're slacking
1: come on guys you need to give us the content let us embarrass you on the internet please
0: <laughs> we embarrass ourselves week in week out for you <laughs> And the you can see in return. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. Um in other news though, so uh a couple of weeks ago we spoke about the French women's football team and how mm-hmm. one of them had s- the captain had said that she wasn't gonna play in the World Cup because she didn't get on with the manager, and then two of the their best players basically, um, Mm -hmm. also said, okay, in support, we're not going to play either. They've actually sacked the French manager. So I'm guessing that those players now will be on show at the Women's World Cup. Wow. Amazing. Indeed. Blimey. That does
1: does, uh, England a few issues.
0: Yeah, it does, because obviously they're going to be a lot stronger, but I think the showcase of the game will be... Mm
1: yeah Yeah. it'll be be an amazing watch that's for sure um how
0: are we feeling about our team going into the world cup i'm feeling good i'm feeling really good i think the lionesses they have just gone from strength to strength um obviously an amazing euros performance but i think that's just like carried them through that there just seems to be such a good atmosphere around women's football in this country at the minute
1: they've done uh, their team as a whole has done so much for women's sport um just by first of all getting the coverage amazing Mm -hmm. um and because they've done so well it's actually put you know women's sport on almost a pedestal to be like look we can do sport we we should be in the same game um yeah amazing yeah so I think what they've done for sport in in as a whole is just it quite literally has been game-changing I'm not gonna lie um, so many people are trying like like, like younger kids are trying new sport because they've seen someone else do it on TV and you know that they, they identify with them, which we kind of touched on earlier. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, and also they are a blooming good team. So definitely feeling good about yeah. about our chances in this.
0: Yeah, same. Well, did you see they actually announced on International Women's Day that they're gonna put I can't remember if it was sixty million or six hundred million pounds into uh school PE to encourage more mm. girls you know provide more equipment yeah. for them and more facilities and how good is that yeah I saw
1: I saw this I saw it on the news and it said something like um you know there there are a lot of uh, really talented female footballers out there but a lot of them don't know it because they aren't given the opportunity to to try the sport let alone follow following through with it and because they don't have the fundings or, or whatever it is they don't have the opportunity in PE so for example in PE I don't ever remember learning to play hockey and I know it's such a thing that most people learn how to play just, like for example you play hockey a lot and a lot of people are like oh I learned in school like why don't you know how to play and I'm like well we,
0: we always did netball or we did dance or yeah rounders. See, we, we never did hockey at school you know they did a couple of we had maybe a couple of lessons on it but we didn't have the facilities of a hockey pitch. So we played on this concrete ball court that wrecked all of the sticks. And people just, because they hadn't played prior to that, they just hacked at each other. And it was the most dangerous 60 minutes that I think I've ever experienced in my life. Um, <laughs> honestly, when they said we were doing hockey, with it being one a sport that I played, it was one that I just didn't look forward to because I was concerned that my shins would no longer be intact um <laughs> yeah or my knees if i fell over on the concrete floor um but yeah no we didn't really do much of that what was p like for you at school as you said you did a bit of dance and netball did you do any other sports football rugby okay, this is thing
1: so the, the trouble is i think we, we had three PE groups um one was boys one was Uh, like the the lower group and then the middle one was um girls and then the rubbish boys
0: (laughs) right Right? so
1: so for me it was really infuriating um like even the boys here in the top group not all of them were great it's just a full number so to me it's kind of like well why can't I be in that group with the other girls who are really good at PE as well and like why can't we be, be in that group and it just wasn't a thing um so for example we would we would do football and it would just be the worst sporting showcase I've probably seen in my life because one you've got all the girls like a lot of the girls just didn't care like you know that's in the stage where they wanted to be cool and they're not interested so a lot of the girls didn't care didn't even try so then you've got half the players sitting out and then you've got the people who weren't good the boys who weren't very good at sport in our group again didn't care weren't interested so then they didn't participate. So it's only a select few of us trying to do it. But when you when there's like you know, 10 girls who want to play against 25 who don't, it's almost impossible to get a game of football going. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really learn anything about football. So I'm still, still rubbish to this day when, you know, maybe I could have learned a bit more and, <laughs> and actually been all right. You could have um, been, yeah, been a lioness. I could have been a lioness. Who knows? However, um, I did once get... Um, what what's the word i got bribed by my teacher to play in a in a game of football and the bribe was a mcflurry oh that's and actually a good, that's a very good deal i, I actually got i've got the mcflurry and I actually got a goal in that game as well
0: oh wow you really could have been you know, a line I, know. Then.
1: I know it was pure like the ball came to me so someone goes, i oh, just kick it so i literally kicked it and it went in the goal and everyone's like <laughs> oh my god and i was like oh my god <laughs> It's quite funny, um but yeah. So I mean, PE was it was just a bit bizarre. I mean, I think the thing is, I got on really well with the PE department, so they did kind of go above and beyond for me to try and give me what I needed, which was which was great. um For example, when we did cricket, they always put me, let me be in the boys group, yeah, um, and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just difficult because so many. It's at the age of so many people just aren't interested in sport because they don't think they look cool enough to do it. Mm. and it's just really frustrating because if they actually tried and they like, didn't let other people's you know comments get in the way they could actually be good at the sport like so many of the girls had talent
0: but they just wouldn't try you, you know you can see it and you're not, like just give it a go which is um, it's so interesting isn't it because for me like what isn't cool about sport mm. I'm That's I don't think maybe maybe this is just because I'm a very sports minded person but I'm kind of like Actually, if you yeah. do sport, I think you're cooler than if you didn't do sport. A hundred percent,
1: yeah. And I, th- I think that's the thing as well because I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I was alright in high school. Like I am, um, I was fairly fairly liked by everyone. I was fairly popular, I would say. Um, mm-hmm.
0: I know, it's I know. So it sounds a bit Like was-
1: how <laughs> Well, I know. No, like I was like I got along with everyone, and, and I did a lot of sport, and I was not kind of like typically one of the popular girls do you know what I mean like it wasn't in that kind of friend group but I was quite popular and so and I think that was because of sport and it's like everyone else had the kind of conception that if you do sport you're not to label it in this way but everyone else got called a lesbian do you know what I mean that like, is if it was like okay. a negative thing interesting that was their connotation but I think because I was quite girly with it I was all right
0: yeah oh interesting so i would yeah. never thought of it as being perceived in that way but I suppose kids perceive things in weird ways don't they 100% and like
1: though like everyone else was called like oh well you play sport you're a lesbian I wasn't called it just because I was I wore makeup and I was girly and yeah you know I don't wear makeup, I wore a skirt I'm really like oh you know you're mad uh. no not like that but you know what <laughs> I mean <laughs> um but yeah so I think that's that kind of put everyone else off because I heard those things are like oh well I don't want to be called that not that mm-hmm. it's even a bad thing but you know what kids are like they're like oh
0: well yeah. yeah. One thing that used to infuriate me at school, and in fact, I had a bit of an argument with my best friend's boyfriend, um, actually, in a PE lesson, because I was friends with people who were quite good at sport uh, and enjoyed sport. And when we had our PE lessons, we always had a great time. Uh, they put effort in and they were, they were good at some some sports. And the second they started doing, when we hit sort of year 10 and 11, they started doing joint boys and girls um, sessions. And the second boys were there, the girls didn't want to do anything. It really yeah. put them off. And I was kind of like, why are you being put off by this? And I remember this specific time where I had this argument with uh, this boy was, there were four tennis courts. We'd gone out first and had one of the tennis courts with the intention that the boys could have three tennis courts. Mm-hmm. Don't know how that's. Don't know why that's how we worked out. I Don't know if there was less girls, maybe. But the boys then came out and just were like, "No, we're we're on the tennis court," and all the girls just went, "Oh yeah, okay," and went and sat beside. And I was the only one that stood there and went, "No, we were playing on that tennis court." Mm. We were enjoying it, having a good time. We were playing tennis. I'm not very tennis is a sport that I'm not very good at, but I was, you know, giving it a go. And they were just like, "No, we're playing here. We're better than you, so we're playing here." And it just infuriated me that all the girls just sat back and went, "Yeah, okay." Mm. Because had they not been there, they would have been more than happy to play. They'd have enjoyed playing. Yeah. 100%. And so then, yeah. had this argument with this boyfriend and I was just like but it's just not fair yeah and even now it makes me angry thinking about it no I guess was when I was 13 but
1: yeah and that's the thing as well like especially in high school at the time most people are doing everything they can to fit in but then the minute they leave high school and you go to college they do everything they can to be different and it's like yeah I'm trying so hard to be someone you're not both it, it works both ways just yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just, like, it's so bizarre. Like, that's when people are like, oh, I had a tough, tough time in high school. I'm like, yeah, I'm not surprised because
0: you're trying to be someone who you're not. Just be who you are. Yeah. See, and, yeah. You know, like, do you know what I mean? What do you think about school uniforms? Because obviously a lot of countries in sort of Europe mm. don't have school uniforms. But in England and the UK, we do. How do you feel about school uniform? I actually, pro or anti?
1: I actually think it's a really good thing. Because I think if you've got children who, you know, they, they, they grow up in a, in a poorer area or, you know, the family doesn't have, have as much money, they're not judged based on their clothing. You're all in the same kind of outfit. So, you know, you're all the same. You don't get, um, you're not being judged for, for what you're wearing, essentially. So I think it's a good thing. But then I do think it can go too far in terms of you can't wear nail varnish. You can't do this. Like then you're taking away the identity um but mm. in terms of uniform I think it's a good thing I think it does help those who can't afford to have you know as many or as, as nice clothes as other people so I think in that in that term it's a good thing but again it does take away mm. it can take away identity so yeah what do you think
0: yeah see I can be torn in both directions I think the points that you've raised there are really good um I also think that does, because I really noticed after school and after that school uniform phase, people just became themselves. They became human beings that had their own little quirks. And I really enjoyed seeing how people sort of developed into these completely different people from what I knew them as mm. um, after school. And I believe that a lot of it was because they were allowed to be themselves yeah. Um, and I think school uniform can stop that a little bit. But I think what you say is actually probably a good sort of medium in that is allow people to wear school uniform because it does prevent a lot of bullying and a lot of other horrible things. I mean, it's just
1: misconceptions um, because if you see someone rock up in, you know, designer top, designer trousers, designer shoes, outfit worth about three grand, and then someone else rock up mm-hmm. in, a, a t-shirt that doesn't fit, dirty trousers and shoes that don't fit. You, you, you immediately have this this hierarchy, right? And I think by having a yeah. uniform, you immediately get rid of that. But equally, if someone wants to dye their hair, let them.
0: If someone wants to wear nail varnish, let them. Yeah. That yeah. kind of thing I think needs to be... I think that's the happy medium, isn't it? Mm. Allowing that to happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because I remember being told off in... It was like my... I think there was maybe three months left of the year in my last year at school. And I got stopped by a very strict teacher. um, And she said, your trousers are too tight. Mm. Now I wore, I didn't wear a skin tight trousers. I wore sort of skinny fit. So they weren't tight, but they weren't baggy. Um, And I'd gone through my entire school hood wearing this style of trouser. And nothing had ever been said to me. But on this occasion, the teacher said to me, uh, your your trousers are too skinny. And I said, I've worn these for my five years at school. Yeah. And I'm I'm so that like, I haven't changed anything. They're not new trousers. You've never said anything before. And she said, Well, I'm telling you now they're too skinny. Tomorrow they need you need to be wearing different trousers, else um, you know, you're gonna be sent home, you're gonna be in detention. Hmm. And I just thought, why would be like even if they were too skinny as long as they weren't inappropriate why would that be affecting my learning at school yeah
1: because also with that then when you have like mufty days I don't know if you call it mufty days where you wear your own clothes um uh, like you, you yeah. like no one's talking you from wearing leggings or from wearing skinny jeans so why does it matter on the other days if your trousers are skinnier yeah but it's that's actually- yeah it was really bizarre. I used, to get I, away, I, went, I used to get away with wearing um, <laughs> wearing the wrong trousers all the time. So because on the last in my last year I was head girl, um, I so everyone wore the wrong trousers. All the girls wore the same type of trousers, and everyone mm. would get caught up on it except for me. And then I remember one day the girls went up to the head teacher because she just got called out, and I said there she goes, "Yeah, well Ella's wearing the same trousers as me. Why are you calling her out?" She goes, "Oh, her trousers are perfect. Well done, well done, Ella. And mine are probably worse than the girl that got
0: called out." And I was just said, "There, no." <laughs> I got I remember the day that I got told this by the teacher and I was kind of I was just so confused because I was like I haven't changed anything at all um and so I went home and I told my mum about it I said I've been told I need to wear different trousers to school tomorrow if I was I'm gonna get detention and my mum is very like if I was wearing something that was inappropriate she'd be like yeah you can't wear that to school you know she wouldn't have let me wear anything completely ridiculous and um she just said I think your trousers are perfectly fine then they're in no way skinny you know they're not skin tight um she said go to school tomorrow with them on and if they do say anything then I'll speak to the teachers because I just I don't see how that is causing any trouble (laughs) for you at all
1: that's the thing
0: surprisingly nothing was said to me ever again after that it was just this woman just must have been having a bit of a day and decided
1: on the wrong day decided yeah, to pick- yeah. I, mean, I remember in um in middle school there was like a phase where neon really came back and everyone's loving the neon vibes and I think I wore like yeah. maybe neon socks or something like that and someone came up to me and was like you can't wear neon socks and I was like oh I was also really in two shoes I was like oh I'm really really sorry really really sorry but then I uh, PE time my trainers were neon I had neon laces that one one lace was yellow the other lace was pink like I was really really pretty at that point um <laughs> I was really working it um that was absolutely absolutely fine so I was like well how does neon socks affect me from learning maths but in PE it's helping me right I was like it doesn't make sense but yeah
0: no I think some schools they just they like the power so they make these rules that it's just like that's actually so stupid.
1: Yeah. It doesn't make any fair. sense. No sense. And I remember some girls were coming to school with like a full face of makeup on, and then they'd have to take it off within half an hour of getting there. So, what you've done for the day is mm-hmm. make that one girl feel really insecure. Like, well done. Hope you feel big about yourself. Like, if, they, if they've they done, the- yeah, want to, to try and make themselves feel more confident, immediately you're making them take them off. So, it's so most girls do have a little bit of makeup on, and they've got nothing, then they're, they're feeling really insecure about themselves for the whole day. And it's like, hope you feel big and strong about that because you're an idiot
0: yeah yeah see I was never really into makeup at school and was never really interested by it but I did feel for the girls who were into it when they got told to remove it because actually again as long as they're not putting it on in class which inevitably if you're telling them to take it off what are they doing in their next lesson yeah shock putting all their makeup back on again you know waiting to get caught again so yeah. there's a whole lesson that they're spent trying to secretly put their mascara back on and their foundation back on, yeah. not paying any attention. Well, actually, if you left them to it, they probably would have sat and cracked on with that lesson. Learned. Yeah,
1: 100%. I've actually got a really,
0: like, a big question, but it's not something I want to Google.
1: Oh, it's out. What's the question? Oh, um. So I watched a video of a chicken give, well, lay an egg, right, and um how do they so how do they produce eggs is it something that they just naturally produce because they're a chicken or do they have to have sex to produce it
0: no so they produce eggs anyway Hmm. but an egg so the eggs that we eat essentially is an unfertilized chicken yeah so you know how we have eggs in our body yeah if when it's, it's one of them, that's basically yeah. what we're eating. yeah but it's only when the two chickens have well chicken and a cockrow isn't it have sex that, that it becomes a actual chicken. Oh, okay. How, how does the egg get fertilized? How do eggs form does it, I'm guessing the inside forms and then the that thin layer and then the shell? The shell that's got to come last hasn't it yeah it's got to but yeah. i find it amazing that and that chickens can like not grow an egg but like do you know what i mean as in how that it forms that shell like, be, what what? because what is a shell like it's it must, it's be, its like, own substance it must
1: be calcium surely it's got to be calcium
0: yeah, but it's just the fact that from what it's eating, it's yeah. able to produce that material. Yeah, pretty crazy, isn't it? That is crazy. Um, what's your advice for our listeners this week, Bonnie? My advice is
1: always get more than eight hours of sleep. <laughs> nice. Can I keep yawning?
0: My advice. <laughs> My advice this week. I think I'm going to go wholesome. Okay. I'm going to go. Hmm. I'm going to go for something along the lines of. If if there's anyone who has, maybe left your life, you know, a friend, a partner. Do you know what they've made that decision, and that is their loss because you are an amazing person all of you wow this is deep oh my god and wow if they and they've made that decision and that is on them that's not on you so you go and live your life and give time to the people who are there for you and are do care about you and and show up for that um and just you know ignore the ones that have made silly silly decisions
1: wow that was actually really lovely to hear that's a very good piece of advice that i think let's not ruin it with our childish behavior and leave
0: it on that really nice note <laughs> we are quite good at being childish aren't we yeah, yes so let's, okay
1: let's not be ourselves for the next 30 seconds and say goodbye goodbye everyone okay. bye have a bye good bye. week have a lovely week and. Remember Ralph's wise words. And remember to get eight hours of sleep. And eight hours of sleep, of course. Always, always. Bye. Bye.